do it. Welcome to Satisfied, where our aim is to behold the very glory of God. My name is Nick Jackson, pastor of Timberline Baptist Church in Lacey, Washington. Yeah, buddy. And this is Bobby Gaither, pastor of Hope Fellowship in Hillsboro, Oregon. What's up, buddy? Dude, we're back. Dude, we're not saying that. Oh, that's right. Don't call we're not it a back. Cook. We're not back. We're not back. We're, we're, just, always, we're just hanging out. We've always been here. And uh, hey, where are we right now? We, dude, you came down to Hillsboro. I am. Let it be I known. So I always come down to Hillsboro. Let it be known that's not the truth. Um, but I'm so glad you're here, man. Dude, it is good to be here. We're drinking some insomnia coffee. Yep, shout out. So I feel, I feel very wide awake. And if, if the owners of insomnia would like to sponsor the next episode, please reach me. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, are but, we? <laughs> that'd be pretty awesome that would be pretty awesome um, um yeah man Good. so we are we're back we've been wanting to oh we're not back we're not back we're not back we've been wanting to come together and podcast again and so here we are we're doing that we've got a full script today a lot of things to go over <laughs> and so i think mostly we're just going to spend some time on on catching up with each other and talking about what's happening in your life, my life, ministry, church, and then you're going to give a three-point message. I am, okay. Uh, (laughs) So, dude, how is it going? Like, what's been happening up at the TBC? Uh, Things have been going really, really good. Uh, Church... Church is busy, like really busy. We've had a lot of new people come in over this last uh, year, and uh, some unbelievers, some believers, and it's been really, really neat just to see what God is doing. Um, We're actually about to launch table groups. Tomorrow night is like our big kickoff, and so we're going to have 100-plus people in our sanctuary. We're going to play games, go over the whole point of table groups, and just super excited about that. Uh, there is a, a unity that God has blessed us with in our church that that's becoming very, very evident. In fact, on my way down here yesterday, I was calling some people and just reminding them about the table group. Yeah, Some of them were new. And the people who I talked to that were new, uh, talked to two of them, and they were like, we really love just the way the church feels, the way the church awesome. loves yeah. us. There's a unity and a yeah. fellowship that... That is just evident that God is working yeah. in a very unique and powerful way. Yeah, that's awesome. And so uh, it's it's been a it's been a blessing. Um, there's been uh, some difficulties, of course, as we've navigated things. We're in the process of trying to hire someone. He's in Canada and trying to get him to come across mm. the immigration or come across the border through immigration. <laughs> we could use lots of prayer, lots and lots and lots of yeah. prayer. Yeah. Did Did you catch that reference, by the way? What's that? It's a strange brew, Canada. Kulu, kulu, kulu. Oh no, I didn't. No, know that. that is a cold classic. I didn't. You I haven't didn't watched that. Strange Brew. I don't. I don't know I, what Strange Brew I'm is. So surprised. Okay, so I won't drop any more Strange Brew quotes. That's good, dude. So tell me about hope. Well, first of all, I just I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited to hear what's happening in your church. I mean, I've, I've had the the joy of coming and preaching. Uh, your body, I, I know your body, they know me. Uh, my, my body, my body. <laughs> your church body. My church body actually <laughs> loves when you preach. And they're like, hey, when's Bobby coming again? Hey, we've heard you. Can Bobby come again? And I'm like, hey, thanks. Uh, and you know, like when you come, like it's great because like they'll talk about you for like the next six weeks. Oh, it was great. Bobby did this. Oh, I really love Bobby's sermon on this. And you know, Bobby's point here was really good. 
You know, I don't think even like five minutes after one of my messages, anybody talks about oh, my, my church. Goodness. But you come, you drop a message, and like six weeks, I'm still hearing about it. So, oh, goodness. anyways, it's pretty awesome. Well, that, thanks. I, I we're love also <laughs> we're also bringing on some elder candidates this year. Yeah. So we're starting a new process <clears throat> for how we disciple and how we bring on men as yeah. elders. So we got two guys coming on there, yeah. and I'm super excited. God has blessed us yeah. with that, and so it'll be neat just to see uh, how God works not only in our hearts but in these men's lives and how we bless them, but how they bless us and. Yeah. And we'll just see how it progresses, but that's been really exciting. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll I'll speak even more to to you know because I ha- do know your body, and, and in part because of man camp. I love that you right? know my body. <laughs> it's getting so weird. Okay, so let's change the language here. I know your church body uh, fairly well, um, and oh my goodness, thank you, Lord, for your grace. Um, uh, I'm trying not to laugh, but you know we we had man camp 2021. Right, um, dear, dear. Hey, man, don't. Dear Lord. I'm not. I'm not saying anything here. <laughs> you don't have to. But uh, I'm like rolling on the ground, laughing man. here at this moment. I can't seem to pull it together. <laughs> um, it was such a joy uh, uh, to be with um, the men from your church body, uh, and for our men here at Hope to to be able to fellowship with one another at at our man camp um, that we had last May. and Man camp was awesome, and we're doing man camp 2022. Man camp. Yep, it's coming. So it's already, it's on the book, same place. Um, May, so reserve the month of May. Yeah, the whole month. Whole month, it's going to be. Uh, probably like the Man camp week. on steroids. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but man, yeah, it's, it's, it was a joy to be able to come up and to, and to share with him and to see them and to see how they love the church, yeah. how, they, how they love the church body. Um, uh, and so I was just greatly encouraged when I, when I was able to come and preach. Which, when you coming down here, see, that's the thing: is when is your schedule going to free up so you can come down here and preach? Uh, we'll get to that. We'll later. get to that. We'll get to that later. Um, but man, yeah, it's it's a joy to see that your your ministry is God's ministry through you and through your church is flourishing. Yeah. And and that is that rejoices. My heart, that right? It just as we totally um, are, are connected uh, through the gospel, uh, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one uh, God and Father overall, um, and so that rejoices me to see and to know that not only are you guys growing deeper uh, in the Word together, not only are you growing in in numbers, but you're also having people who aren't believers come yeah. to church. Which is, which is phenomenal, especially during this time. It, the unfortunate truth is um, COVID has kind of shaken things up uh, where I think people have asked themselves, am I in alignment with our church's philosophical values, right? As far as when we meet, how we meet, what that looks like. And unfortunately, there's, there's polarization on both sides, right? Um, and so there has been a shift. Like I know we've received a few people here as well who, who weren't gathering with their body and felt that they needed to be gathering. Um, it's been an interesting time regarding yeah, that. Yeah. Like, uh, there's been a lot of church shift. And some of it's good, and, and some of it, I, I don't know that it is good. Yeah. Uh, some people, I think, might have just jumped ship on their church because they just didn't like certain ways that their church was handling COVID. But then other churches, I think, realize that, wow, um, our church is not valuing gathering and preaching 
and they seem to yeah. be more worried about compliance than, than God's word. And I, I think there's been a reality that many churches or many people in churches were awakened to understanding their leadership in a new way that yeah. COVID revealed. And some was good and some wasn't good. And so, but it's, it's been interesting when people come, I've tried to have conversations with, mm-hmm. with everyone that's come in and try to encourage them. Hey, I, I hope you can continue to persevere with your, your current church. And some of them, when they tell me what was happening, well, I, I think I'm glad that they're at our church. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. they might've made a good decision, but it's definitely been strange and I'm not, I'm not about taking, you know, Christians from other churches. Uh, but yet I think COVID revealed truths yeah. about churches that people realize, Oh, either I am in alignment or I'm not in alignment. Yep. And it's been interesting. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, and then also to see that there's new believers or non-believers yeah. coming, uh, especially in, you know, uh, the time that we're in, I feel like you have to kind of dip your toe. Um, in fact, I'm going to go hang out with a guy tonight um, who I found out is a believer. He's, he's um, I'm meeting him through, or I met him through my son's soccer team. He's one of the dads and one of the other kids. And, and both of us have just kind of been, you know, dipping the toe. Okay, where are you? <laughs> you know, um, uh, not just religiously, philosophically, but also on the issue of COVID because it is uh, um, so sensitive to some people, yeah. you know, like how how your church is handling that, um, what your church body is comfortable doing, uh, how your church body is comfortable worshiping um, is a very sensitive issue to a lot of people. And, and we've been blessed here. We've kind of uh, maintained what we've done from the beginning. Uh, and we're a small enough body that, yeah, there's, there's been a few on both sides, but we've said from the beginning, this is not a gospel issue unless we make it a gospel issue. And yeah. Meaning, unless we're going to divide over something as as stupid as X and X, I mean, we'll just say masks, right? Right. Um, and, unless we're going to divide over that, then it becomes a gospel issue. Um, yeah. In and of itself, it's not a gospel issue. Well, uh, I I would say even even if we divide over it, I, I don't know. That it's a gospel issue, but we we then make it yes. at equal yeah. with the level of the gospel. Yeah. Like. Like understanding Trinity, understanding virgin birth, understanding the incarnation of Jesus. Yeah. If we believe that our understanding of, of COVID and mask wearing, whatever side mm-hmm. you're on, mm-hmm. is with the absolute clarity that we have regarding the incarnation of Jesus, <laughs> and that, that both of those, your understanding of mask and COVID and yeah. Jesus, are essential for your salvation, yep. if that's what we're going to say, well, then yeah. I, I think... I think we got lots of problems at we that do. moment because we do. no matter what we've tried to do, and I think is very similar to you, is, is we've said, you know, we want people to be able to, to have that choice of how they're going to, you know, handle COVID within our church. And we support both ways. Yep. But, um, but when we come together, our main focus is unity. Our yep. main focus right. is how do we exalt the glory of God? How do we build one another up? And if you're yeah. walking up to people that have masks on, make sure you have masks on. And if you're walking up to people that don't have masks on and you're wearing one, be okay that they're not wearing one and, and don't force those. But how yeah. do we just have unity? How do we have love? Yeah. How do we make sure 
that this doesn't creep up into what we would call one of those essential areas for salvation right. yeah. because we know it's not. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, that's how we operate as well. It's, you know, we, we want to, in fact, if you're listening to this and you're not fellowshipping somewhere, um, I, I would encourage you um, to do so. Uh, if, if, if there's reasons you're not fellowshipping somewhere, um, man, um, if there's health reasons where you're at risk, okay, we get it. I mean, we, we, we ended up streaming. We weren't streaming before. We're streaming now because um, we have, you know, some older folks with COPD, you know, who, who just need to be more vigilant about it. Um, but man, we, what, what I've, what we've learned is we need the body. We yeah. need the, the physical gathering of the body, the worship that happens right, when the saints come together, the communion of saints. Uh, we need that. It is a hard and what feels like a very hopeless time in the world, a very scary time in the world. Um, and so we have to come together to be reminded of the true reality that Jesus is king. And this world that we live in now is not our heaven. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so um, I know we kind of jumped from how our church is doing to, to COVID, but, but this is a huge part. I mean, it, it's, almost the, it's almost the first thing people talk about when you it get is, together, it becomes, you know? which is okay, and sometimes it's not okay because yeah. it becomes just that thing that we always talk about. But hey, let me ask you, and I don't want to like derail or totally, uh, you know, sink the ship here. Um, is it okay for people still not to gather? Like, I, I totally hear you, yeah, and, and, I, I, and I, I'm sensitive. And if you're listening to this, yeah, like, yeah. we get that there's there's people with certain medical issues. Yeah. Like, I, I get that, that. To me, that's the but. Also, what I understand is we only have a limited time here That's on right. Earth. Yep. Um, yeah. COVID's probably never going away in one sense. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we can talk herd immunity and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But I mean, sure. like, there's always going to be something that threatens us. Yep. And, and I get that in the beginning, we all kind of pulled back. We all kind of said, what is this? But at this point, a year and a half in, I would, I would just kind of push on anyone who says, well, I'm not gathering. It's either for my safety or for the safety of others. It's like, but... but it, at what cost, yeah. not only to ourselves, yep. to those whom we love, to the testimony that that gives, but also for the benefit of the church. Yeah. Like we're called to be together to use our gifts for the building up of the church. Yeah. And and Zoom is not gathering. No, it's not. I mean, it, I, we've done some Zoom stuff and yeah. it serves a purpose, but it's not gathering. It's And it's, it's better than nothing, but it's not... It, there's something to the physical touch or just being totally. here in this in the proximity of people who you are with um, to whom you belong and here's the thing I mean if if for the sake of the gospel we expect churches in India to meet where there is eminent threat of, over their life definitely probably more eminent than COVID no not probably more definitely eminent more eminent than yeah. COVID if we if we as a church Exp- well, not only do we expect them, but they delight but they in delight meeting in, in the face of persecution yes, and right. death. And death. And so here's here's part of what I think it, you know, as the church, as the as as the gospel preaching, Bible believing, resurrection believing church. Yeah. Right. Which death are we really afraid of? The first or the second? Yeah. And I get that. There's the I want to be loving to the world. 
I get that, but I also believe that we're to take a stand as yeah. believers and to show we don't fear so, death. So, yes. Not that we're careless or reckless yep. by all means. Yep. And so, and I know, I know no matter what we do as Christians, it's going to be twisted by others. So yep. our what I have heard so many times is, well, the world doesn't see this as loving. And I'm yep. like, well, where does the world understand love? Yes. We understand yeah. love from God, who he sent his son as the demonstration of his love yep. to die for us on the cross. Yeah. That's the definition of, of love that we read in 1 John 4. Not does the world understand our love. That's right. Because until they believe in Christ and their hearts are awakened and are given a new nature, they actually don't truly understand what real love, God-glorifying, Christ-exalting, others-serving love is. And so... I don't know it's a complicated issue, well, so I don't want to like well, sink us there. No, I think I, let's just let me let me push into that a little bit more because cool. I think this is important. We here's the thing: is it loving? Is it loving to let your neighbor believe that God and or church isn't important enough to you that you would risk your life to go be with the body and worship? Yeah. Is it is it loving for you? Because you still go to the grocery store. Because you go to the grocery store. You still go to work. You go to work. Some people are doing the telecommute or, uh, you know, working from home. But you know what? A lot of people are still going. Everyone's still going to Costco. Everyone's at Home Depot and Lowe's. And most people are still having people over to their house. Totally. But we don't do church. But we don't do church. But we're going to go to a sporting event. Right. And we're going to go hiking with all of our friends and do stuff. But but we won't go to church. But we won't go to church. Yeah. It's those inconsistencies. We'll do this, 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 but... We won't do church. And, and here's the thing. I was, I was talking with a, a brother yesterday, and, and he was kind of walking me through some of the woes of, of the church that he was at. He's not there anymore. And he was, he was lamenting over um, the issue of the church being a witness to the community and what kind of witness the, the church was to the community by meeting, to which I was like, that is a witness to the community that that which we are doing, which is worshiping yeah. God, worshiping the Son of God, um, is more important than life itself. Right? Because l- let's be real. I mean, suicides have gone up. Yeah, totally. Depression yeah, has gone absolutely. up. The world is craving community. It is. And I believe if we can show true, authentic community, not that we're reckless, not that yeah. we're crazy, if a true, authentic community... That is like what you're saying. Yeah. It is a testimony to them. These people, and, and, they value their God so highly yes. that they're going to gather. And if you want to do it with mask or not mask or whatever combination, Fine. whatever, but they just, they value the gathering. Yes. And, and here's the thing. I mean, wisdom, everything with, with faith and wisdom. If you have, if you're sick, stay home. I find that people do that. Like in our body, have you found yeah. that in your church? Yeah. People are being a little extra sensitive. And that's, hey, my, and that's kid, fine. my kid woke up with the stomach flu today. We're going to stay home yeah. today, but we'll be there next week. But, but they, we would do that anyways. Exactly. You know, um, it's, it, and here's the thing. Colds still happen. Believe it or not, colds still happen. Uh, but there is, a, there is more caution now, and that's fine. That's, that's okay, just for the time that we're, we're in. But, man, we need to gather, and the world needs to see yeah. that, that this life is not the one we live for. Yeah. And we can still respect 
others. Because if I'm sick, I'm, I'm not going to come to church. If, you know, I'm not going to pass that on, especially right now. But, man, if I come to church and I get COVID, I come to church and I get COVID. Right. But yeah. if you go to the grocery store, but if I go get, like, but if I go to the grocery store, and, and I get what COVID, I have found is, same thing. is you know, there doesn't seem to be any, you know, whether whether you wear a mask, whether you don't wear a mask, whether you stay out a lot or, or not. Like, what I've seen is all these types of people who have all lived different, you know, ways through COVID. Many of them have all still gotten COVID. Yeah. So there's no. Yeah. It, yeah. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Again, there's definitely safety and caution, and we be, be wise. Be, but we should still, be wise. But but you know, here's the thing: is we're told to f- not fear, yeah. fear not. I mean, fear not's in the Bible, uh, Old Testament and New. Right? Yeah, I, I was. I think I think it's that command is more than any other command in mm. the Bible. I believe that's true, but don't hold me to might, it. Might have that. Might that have something to do with faith? Yeah. Uh, just belief in God's sovereign. Protection, God's sovereign just will, rule. just His yeah. rule, His reign over over the earth, um, that He is King. Because that which you fear, you serve. Yeah, that which you fear, you serve. Hmm. Now, that'll preach well. That'll preach well. How about Man Camp twenty twenty two? Man, we should talk about fear of God. Um, um, hey, so uh, why don't we? And you know, going off the script that we wrote down. Go ahead. Do, do, I, do, I get, uh, do, you, do you want to share about hope? Yeah. 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 Why don't we share about hope? And yeah. then from there, uh, you can share like not only about what hope is and, and what God's doing there, but then how God's been then maybe working in your life yeah. over the last, you know, six, 12 months, whatever you want yeah. to share there. Yeah. Uh, man, I, uh, I love our church. I love these people. Right. Uh, so, um, God's just been good to, um, to really form us together. I mean, we're not perfect by any means, um, but I feel like we're healthy. Uh, there's always conflict in a, in, in a church, right, because people are there. Um, and where there are people, there are people who are not yet fully redeemed. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we are redeemed, but we're not fully sanctified. Maybe that's, that's the better word. Um, we, we had uh, a couple nights ago, I had... Uh, the 12 families that are part of our leadership cohort together and um, we're praying for the body, we're thinking through body issues, we're talking about things that are happening at the church and what's going well Um, and then we're also asking the question, what's not going so well, what can we do better how can we serve our body better, how can we serve the community better Um, and uh, kind of the next step for us is to begin discussing what does that look like in the future? What, you know, how, do we, how do we plan to serve both the body and our community better? So we're, we're asking good questions. Um, but man, I, I feel so blessed uh, to have both those leaders in the room, in the room uh, with their spouses. Um, that, that will, you know, when, when the time comes, I mean, we, are, we link arms together in the gospel. Yeah. That's, you know, these are my closest brothers and sisters um, here in Hillsboro um, uh, because we stand together for the gospel um, and in the context of the local church um, and in the context of a, a church committed to one another, committed to serve one another. Uh, and so I feel like we've, we've just been being the body over the last year, year and a half, um, whether it's... Um, 
uh, connecting and meeting outside of Sunday morning. We, we've obviously been gathering, uh, as you have, um, uh, table groups. Um, we're kicking, we're starting those off again as well. You know, we typically take a break over summer. We had one group that was meeting over the summer, but that's that's been typical of them. Um, uh, so I'm excited about that, to, to kind of re-engage with table groups. And women's Bible studies have been happening. Um, men have, there's, you know, a bunch of old farts. Actually, they're, all, they're called old geezers, they call themselves, are, are meeting <laughs> together as well. So, we, like, we have things happening inside the body um, naturally in some ways. Like, n- not, not from anything that we said, hey, we need this. So, you know, we ought to have this kind of study. But, but people within the body are, cool. are engaging and initiating, which is fantastic. Um, man, I, there's, there's, there's a lot of good. I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, and it's relational good. That's happening. Like, I, it's hard for me to pull. Um, we do our greeting time right before uh, sermon. Yeah. Here, and so there's a five minute break, just about. Sometimes it's more like seven minutes, and it's even been as long as ten minutes. Wow. Uh, before, from the time we take the kids back to and check them in to where the sermon starts, and sometimes it's just I can't pull them back because they're engaged in conversation and loving and just uh, laughter and and just rejoicing with one another. Um, and, and we need that. In fact, just going back to that previous comment, you know, suicides like are at an all-time high. I saw, I saw a statistic the other day, and it like it's beyond. It's more than triple yeah. what it was the year before. Divorces, like there, there's been, and I, I don't know the statistic, but I, I'll say this: that the people that I see having marital issues are people who aren't gathering with the church body. And not to say gathering with a church body somehow makes you immune to it, but the marriages that I know that are falling apart have not made a committed effort to be yeah. with the church. Um, yeah, I was talking with another brother just the other day, and his comment was, man, no wonder the early church was meeting daily. I mean, think of the context in which they were in. The need just for strength and encouragement. For strength and and encouragement, hope and joy. And we need that. We need to be reminded that we were made for community. We were made uh, in God's image, which is Trinity. And they did so in the face of death there. Of death, of of even greater, you know, persecution, if you you know, like. Many ways, yeah. Much bigger than the threat of of COVID, of getting sick. Um, and, And not to minimize, I mean, I mean, it. COVID is a nasty virus, um, but the Roman government <laughs> is, is, is a much heavier sword. Um, so I feel like as a church, we're doing, we're doing well. It's just, it's slow and faithful growth, um, you know, as we plod through the word and um, yeah. try to engage with one another and, and preach the gospel to ourselves and to our neighbors. Uh, and we, we are having those kinds of conversations. We, we are also seeing people who are non-believers come to church um, through their through, through neighbors here, through, through people that are part of our body. Um, and so, so God is, is doing a work there. Um, what, what am I learning? Uh, I, I think for me... Um, my constant need, I, this is, I think, something I, I'm always learning, but man, how I need the gospel. 
man, how I need to be in the Word. I, I, need, um, I need friendship that reminds me of that, too. So yeah. thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I love you. Um, uh, I, I, I'm reminded uh, of a sermon David Platt preached at Together for the Gospel a number of years back. I, we can't expect to do... Um, the Spirit's work without the Spirit's power. You know, so I'm reminded I need to be in prayer. Yeah. Um, and the, the work of the church is a spiritual work, and it's something I can't carry out in the flesh. And if I can't carry out in the flesh, I need to be in the Spirit. And so I'm, I'm just reminded of that. Uh, I, I've had a great season um, with my wife. We've grown incredibly, we've just grown so much more together over the last year, year and a half. And so I'm really thankful for that. Praise God for that. So, yeah, absolutely. And I've um, just grown in my love for her and, um, and just in awe that God would give me a woman who would encourage me the way she does. And uh, she is a gem. She's my jewel. Um, uh Man, and it's it's also been really wonderful to watch my kids. I'm, I'm I'm this has been kind of the blessing of COVID is I've been home more, so I've, I've had the opportunity just to watch my children grow, and man, it, it's just a blink ago that we that Josiah was born, and now he's thirteen. Yeah, right. He's an eighth grader, and my my first baby girl is a sixth grader. She's in middle school. What? When did that happen? And so I'm just I'm watching my kids grow up before my eyes too. And watching their personalities come out, and also watching their sin come out, and watching my sin in totally. response to their sin, and so God is forming and shaping me, and how to um, how to shepherd well, how to disciple in the midst of discipline, right? What that means and what that yeah. looks like. Um, so He's He's teaching me that 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 really these opportunities when they're, they've done something that's not okay is really my opportunity to disciple them. Um, not, not just punish the disciple, and there's a difference yeah. there. Um, so, I mean, I, and I'm sure there's a ton more, a ton more things that I'm learning. Um, that's, that's, that's probably a good start. How about you? Where are you at? Yeah, that's good. Um, there's been a lot of things, I think, that have been pressed on in the last, um, you know, six months or so. I think thinking, really understanding where people are, hearing them, mm -hmm. um, especially as people communicate, uh, I think making sure that um, really not only for myself, but as we talk about things, Understanding, we kind of talked earlier about essentials and, and where things fall, um, but at what level of whatever the topic is, where does this fall in in Christendom? Is it an essential? Is it a secondary item? Is it a third? Or is this one of those things that Paul says, you know, use wisdom on, and it's okay if we're on different sides? Mm -hmm. And how to be gentle, though. I find yeah. that gentleness is really lost right now with a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Um, I find that with this cancel culture, I mean, people are being 
told that, you know, because of what they did 10 years ago, now they're going to lose their job or, or be, you know, whatever. And, and we here at the church have such an amazing message of the gospel of grace that we don't, Jesus doesn't hold over us an act yeah. that we did 20 years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it is, but his grace covers all of our sins and we're completely and absolutely forgiven. Yeah. And so how do we love people like that? Yeah. And how do we be gentle and how do we be kind? And how are we okay if someone's, you know, in a different uh, position on either political or social or even on certain doctrines and be okay with that mm-hmm. and allow each other to grow, allow each other to press in on each other um, so I think God's been working on me in that, on not only how do I do that, but then how do I help lead others to do that? Yeah. Um, so that's been good. Uh, I think just growing in my, my understanding also, as you were talking about, just the, the need for the gospel, and, and particularly just my need for His grace in every conversation I'm in. Mm-hmm. I've really just become aware that if I'm not in prayer, yeah. regarding my family, yeah. regarding the, the elders in the church or the people in the church or, or my neighbors or whoever else that I'm working with, if I'm not in prayer with those people and about myself, then I am trying to go about life in my own power yeah. and accomplish things in my own strength and not trusting God. Yeah. And so I think he's really just pressed in on that. And so I have I've really been wrestling with how am I doing prayer? And so uh, one of the things I try to do more now is I'll take walks in the morning around my neighborhood. It's about a mile and at kind of a slow pace. I'll do it in like 20 minutes. I'll walk my dog so he gets exercise. And then I got my list of, of just prayer things. I just go through it. Mm-hmm. And that's been really, really good. It's mm-hmm. awkward when I when I have people walk up to me and I'm like in like amidst of this prayer conversation <laughs> with God. I'm like, I wonder what they think of me at this moment. Uh, but that's been really good. So it's just been a way to prioritize mm-hmm. a time in prayer for myself, for my family, mm-hmm. for the church, for different, uh, for neighbors and for other things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've really been pressing in on that. Um, I think also just with just the, as you mentioned, family, with where I'm at with my kids and realizing, man, they're 14, 12, and 10. Like, they just keep growing and getting older. How do I spend more time with them? How do I love on them? And how do I shepherd them? And not that we, we... we, you know, can force them in their love for God or, or increase their faith in what we do. But how am I being more intentional to have those conversations and to provide moments in which we are taking as a family to grow in our faith together? Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some things just been wrestling with quite a bit. And in fact, there's a new podcast. Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to plug a different podcast. You can I do that on our do podcast? It, do it. Uh, it just started. I haven't actually listened to it yet, but I listened to the promo of it that was coming back in like June, July. It's called, I believe it's called Family Gospel Family Discipleship, Gospel Discipleship. I think it's family. So I just want to, I just want to point out, you're plugging a podcast you haven't yet heard yet. You haven't yet heard. And I don't even really know the name. You don't of even it. know the name. <laughs> like, like, how does it? So get, whatever you're doing, stop what you're listening to right now. Yeah, <laughs> and go listen to this other podcast that I have no clue have what it. it's called. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's like that's like promoting a book you haven't read in front of your church. I'm like, hey, you guys should read this, and I have no clue what it's called. 
Um, I'm actually like scrolling through my podcast list right now, and hopefully I can find it really quick. Um, but I believe it was off the Knowing Faith podcast. Um, uh, it's Family Discipleship with Adam Griffin. He wrote a book called Family Discipleship. Uh, I believe he did it with Matt Chandler. And yeah. it's just a book about how, how do we... How, how do we as men and how do we as families come together for the purpose of growing yeah. in our faith? And so um, it just started. So the promo, and I think like only one episode is out right now. So uh, I encourage you to go check it out, see if it's good. I'm going to go check it out, see if it's good. But I think just the idea of it, I'm really liking what I've heard. And as I've looked through the book a little bit, it's it's good. So yeah. awesome. I think it's a little bit what God's doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great, man. What have you... Uh, so, go ahead. Well, what are you preaching through? I'm preaching through Hebrews right now, and it's crazy good. That's great. it's crazy good. The text is crazy good. Hopefully, hopefully the preaching is 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 able to to communicate well. So what we did, we started back in February through uh, Hebrews. We took a break during summer, so we just started back up last week with chapter seven on Melchizedek, which everyone loves and everyone wants to know who is this guy. Yeah. And so that was straight up awesome. And we're going we're gonna to finish chapter seven this week. And all we're looking at is Jesus as our greater high priest. Why is he the great high priest? Why do we need him? What does he do? What is this role that he has? Why is he qualified? Mm. And then, so chapter seven is the greater high priest, and then chapter eight goes right into the greater covenant that he brings. Yeah. And so uh, Hebrews has been an amazing book that exalts the supremacy of Jesus, yeah. that meets people in their fears, in their, in their anxiety, uh, and it's meant to bring comfort. It's meant to solidify them mm-hmm. in their faith. It's meant to strengthen them. It's meant to embolden them. It's meant to, to give them spines of steel and that they would grip upon the gospel and not yeah. want to let go of it because they know that it's true and there's no way we could turn to anything else. Um, so it's been really, really good That's for great. me, my own faith, and I think also for the church as well. They were all... They were all really excited we were back in, in chapter 7, which is kind of cool. Like I feel like there's just, God's just working in Hebrews in our church right mm. now, so it's good. That's fantastic. What are you, uh, what are you preaching we're to? We're just fi- finishing Philippians, so I'll finish Philippians um, this coming Sunday. Uh, we'll have a few weeks, and then we're going to start Hebrews. Um, Dude. Dog on it. I have some notes. I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, but yeah, for the, probably for the same reason as, as that you started it, because it's it's an encouragement to the church to persevere. Yeah, right? totally. Um, and it, and just points to the gospel, Jesus the greater. Um, but Philippians has been fantastic, uh, uh, just to see the way Paul is writing to this church, whom he just has great affection for. Yeah. Just this pouring out of love for them and. Um, there's a couple, I mean, this is, this is the book that says, uh, for me to live as Christ, to die as gain. Like, Paul's in prison. He's in, he's, he's in a Roman prison, and he's encouraging them uh, to rejoice in the Lord. Keep preaching. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Um, and there's people out there preaching, and they're doing it to spite me, but you know what? I'm rejoicing that the gospel is being preached. And then he goes into this, um, the hymn in, in Philippians 2, you know, about... about uh, the divinity and the manhood of Christ, right? Um, 
and, and the, the, the humbling of himself. But here's the thing, it's all in the context of community. Yeah. It, so often we, we, we take that passage outside of the context of what the book is being written for, and it's being written to encourage them to participate in, in gospel community, yep. uh, gospel participation with him and with one another. Um, and so he's, he's really saying, if Jesus did this, like if he didn't hold on to his own right as his rights as being the son of God, if he, if he poured himself out and that's, that's how he displayed his love and his goodness and his kindness to us. Um, so should we, yeah. So should we pour ourselves out for one another and, and, and just seeing that throughout the book, um, yeah, Philippians has just been rich. Cool. It's just been very, very rich. So you're in Philippians. You're going to go to Hebrews. Um, we're also going to, by the way, we're going to take Hebrews, and we're going to uh, uh, bring in chapters of Leviticus Cool. that help support and help, help us see, okay, in the Old Testament, this is how Hebrews and Leviticus align with one another. So I'm, I'm excited about that. That's good. Okay, so that was kind of answers the second question. I was like, if you were to go through an Old Testament book, what might it be? And so maybe Leviticus right now, too. Um, I'm looking also, uh, I want to preach Nehemiah, and I want to preach Malachi. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure the order of all this, yeah. but um, I really want to preach Nehemiah. And because what I see in Nehemiah is these... Uh, you know, they, they begin rebuilding the walls and they, they renew their covenant. Mm -hmm. And even though the walls are going up, they then break their covenant right away. Yeah. And so we see that the problem with Israel is not really a physical structure problem, but it's a heart issue. Yeah. And, and so I just love that, that, that picture that we have. Okay, we built walls, but mm -hmm. why is everything still not good? Like, what else do we need? We need Jesus. Jesus is the only answer. So there's that. And then Malachi, because it just so hits on how we drift from the gospel, mm -hmm. on how there's these temptations yeah. that we have. And so I think that is so incredibly relevant yeah. for, for us and... And Malachi just does an amazing job on addressing issues of unbelief within the church and how that gets played out and, and how we need to repent and what faith continually looks like. And so I'm, a, I'm excited about those two books. I don't know when and how I'm getting to those, but yeah. I want to. But yeah. I'm really still excited about Hebrews, so yeah. it's going to go through Hebrews. I have no idea when we'll be done with that book. Um, yeah. I don't think we'll be done not this year, year. <laughs> it'll probably be, you know, January, February, March, and yeah. then we'll, we'll start looking at something else. Yeah, and, and for us, the, the other guys on our preaching team are going to probably hit the Leviticus uh, chapters. Cool. And, and not all of them, just the ones that, that kind of relate to where we're at in Hebrews. Day of Atonement. So, yeah, exactly, Atonement and, and so forth. So uh, that's exciting. If I was to preach um, uh, an Old Testament book, I really, I really want to do Isaiah or Ezekiel. Yeah, but they're just oh man, they're, go big. They're they're mammoth. They're so big. They're mammoth, and so they're uh, and 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 a lot of it's woe, you know. Uh, so so it might just be um, a, a thirty thousand foot view uh, for some of it, um, and and then zeroing in on you know specific passages, uh, whether um, they are uh, messianic. 
uh, passages or, or new covenant passages like in uh, Ezekiel. Totally. Um, so maybe we'd zero in on those, but for the most part, we'd have to do a flyover just because there's so much there. <laughs> so let me plug another podcast. Man, can I keep doing yeah. this? That's weird. Um, uh, it's um, How to Teach the Bible by Nancy Guthrie. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a great, great podcast. She basically gets on and interviews um, other theologians, pastors who have preached certain books of the Bible, gone through things. She has almost... She might have a podcast almost for every book of the Bible now. I don't mm. know, she's done it quite a bit, mm. um, but she has some, like on Isaiah and Ezekiel, but, but on all the books. So it's really good. Like You don't have to be a teacher to, to listen to it yeah. um, because she just helps you understand that book also better and why it's so incredibly important. Oh, another one I want to preach is Job. Uh, really want to do Job. But, uh, and she's got a great one on there by Christopher Ash that she interviewed. But they talk about, like in Isaiah and Ezekiel, and some of these, you know, maybe you do that 30 foot or 30,000 foot flyover and you choose, you know, like 10 messages or something. But it is, those are really good podcasts that I like to listen to. Uh, It helps me clear, it helps clarify certain things uh, regarding God's word and and give me, usually helps me be a better teacher too. I'm like, oh, I I don't do that well. I need to do this better. But that's a good one. Well, hey, question for you. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, don't call it a comeback. We were never gone. We're, we're always here. Yeah, right? Uh, but uh, are we going to jump back into Sermon on the Mount? Or? That was like season two. Dead. We're in season three. <laughs> we didn't finish so season two. Bobby and I, we, was it last night? Was it this morning? Uh, was I don't it? recall. I think it was last night. So last night, Bobby and I were playing Top Golf. No, that was playing Top Golf. Yeah. We're at Top Golf, mm-hmm. playing golf, and, and man, Bobby's phenomenal. Just so you know, Bobby's phenomenal. I mean, he crushed. I think he hit over the net. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, no, seriously, he's like, he's really good. Um, but then Bobby leans over. He's like, "Hey, are, are we gonna finish Sermon on the Mount?" And I have to say, I have not thought about the Sermon on the Mount, <laughs> like the podcasting of it, since we stopped podcasting it, you know, a while ago. We didn't stop. We just. Paused. Wow. We paused. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Um, I, I guess whatever, you, you know, maybe we should. We actually, we're actually talking about doing Sermon on the Mount in our youth group at church. There you so, go. So, man, that'd probably Let's be do it. just a great way. Let's do it. So, so here's, you know, and we're talking about now, like, what's, what things we want to preach. So if we finish Sermon on the Mount, what if we ask, hey, podcast listeners, mom, um, uh, did you just call out your mom? I did. I did. She probably is the only one who listens to us. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but she definitely is one of them. Um, what should we do? Uh, are, are there books? Are there topics that, that you know, you're itching to hear us talk about, uh, to us think through? I mean, there's so many cultural topics of the day. So if there is, uh, go to Satisfied in Christ, Satisfied in Christ dot life. Dot life L-I-F-E. And, uh, yeah, that's right. Life. And there's a, a comment there, and you can leave comments, and comment you can section. ask questions. But we, we encourage you, go there, satisfiedinchrist.life, and, and tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us what books we should, um, you would like us to hear us um, talk about or different topics. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll jump back into some Sermon on the Mount, knock some of that out. I think Bobby's coming up next week to, to my church to podcast. We got to finish what we started, man. We got to finish what we started. Do you, <laughs> I, I can't even like that sounds great that sounds great all right man well i think i think we're we're pushing time at this point oh man should we like uh, what is time should, should we pray and <laughs> and say goodbye until 
Until next Until time. Until next time. <laughs> Let's do it, man. You want to you close this out? Yeah, I'll pray. I'll pray. Lord Jesus, we love you and praise you and thank you for the grace that is ours because of what you have done on our behalf. Uh, how you are, you are God who has become man and you came to the earth. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but God has loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And so Lord, we rejoice and praise you and thank you that you've redeemed us, that you've called us out um, that you've sought us out, that your grace and your mercy pursues us, Lord, as your people. And we, Lord, we just rejoice. Um, for there is nothing that satisfies, that, that fills our soul more than knowing you and walking with you and being with your body, with your people. So I pray for all those who are listening. Lord, I pray for our churches. I pray for uh, Timberline. I pray for Hope Fellowship. I pray for all believers, Lord, that um, we would be a people who um, who bend to your word, who love your word, who, who are humbled, um, brought to our knees in prayer, who seek your kingdom, Lord, who, who seek to be with the body, to fellowship with the body, to love the body. Thank you.